You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow traveler, and welcome to episode number 75 of Travel Talk Weekly. Original air date, March 16th, 2021. This is Rome, the so-called eternal city, where the historic Tiber peacefully winds its way, and the glory of yesterday forms a supporting background to the somewhat bewildering confusion of today. Rome itself contains enough treasures of art and history to occupy our time indefinitely. But we will content ourselves with only a few highlights, beginning with the Tiber River, which is perhaps the oldest moving thing in all of Italy. We absolutely love classic TV, and every now and then we get to catch one of the travel talks with James A. Fitzpatrick. Very, very popular guy. I know. And, you know, sometimes you can catch these on Turner Classic Movie, or you can just find them on YouTube, but they are so fun because they are from the 30s and 40s. And some of the fun places I love are like Italy, because a lot of those places that people would sightsee to in the 30s and 40s are still the same. It's fun to watch because cameras and movies were still pretty new back then, and this really was the, I think, first travel TV show. Yeah, totally. So this week, we are excited to bring you part two of Atlas Ocean Voyages. And if you listened to last week's show, which hopefully you did. Of course they did. (laughs) And you know how excited we are and also how fortunate we are to be partnering with an amazing new cruise line. It's like brand spanking new. And if you want to cruise with us, reach out to us about our July 28th maiden voyage sailing on the Atlas World Navigator. We have some friends and also a few of our Creating Magic Vacations agents that are sailing with us. And we don't use this term very often, if ever, but this truly is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Because as we mentioned, this is the first sailing on the first ship on a brand new cruise line. And especially with all that has happened in the travel industry over the last year, we really believe that you will never have the opportunity to do this again. If not the cruise with us, Atlas does have some amazing choices in Europe, sailing the Mediterranean, and then also sailing down the coast of South America and the incredibly popular bucket list destination of Antarctica. Yeah, everybody's super excited about Antarctica. We need to do one of those for sure. Yeah. So we do have a little trivia for you, though. Yes. The name Arctic comes from the Greek word arctos, which means bear. The bears in question are not polar bears, but celestial. The great and the Little Bear constellations visible only in the Northern Hemisphere. Did you know that the term Antarctic actually comes from anti-Arctic, the opposite of the Arctic? Which is kind of funny (laughs) because the Arctic has polar bears and Antarctica does not. And just, you know, the origin of the terms, as we mentioned, has nothing to do with actual bears. Yeah, (laughs) so true. We invited Kathy with Atlas Ocean Voyages. She's at their home office. And we invited her to come on and give us a little more insight on what that onboard experience is going to be like. So welcome, Kathy Kasuma from Atlas Ocean Voyages. We are very excited to have our friend and cruise expert, Kathy Kasuma, with us today. Kathy, welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. Thanks so much. So I'm excited for today because we're going to get a little in-depth with what the experiences on board Atlas Ocean Voyages. But before we do that, here's a little info about Kathy. So we have known Kathy a very long time. 
Well, not that long. We're not that old. <laughs> well, probably what about nine years or so? Yeah, it was back. And, it was back in 2012. Yep. And Kathy actually not only has she worked in the travel and cruise industry for a long time, she started working on cruise ships. Correct, Kathy? I did. So I've been in the cruise industry for over 23 years now, and I started my career on board ships. Um, on board Holland American Line years and years and years ago. So I've been in some way, shape or form connected and working in the cruise industry ever since. I really don't know what else I would be doing if I weren't in this industry. I love it so much. It's kind of in my blood. So I started off my career at sea. I've worked for cruise lines. I've worked for um, travel agencies and franchise companies. I've worked for concession companies and been involved in everything from sales and marketing to operations when it comes to the industry itself. It's been a pretty fun ride so far. I remember when you first told me that you were making the move and coming over to Atlas Ocean Voyages and you were telling me about the product. And I knew right then that you and Carrie and I were going to be working together for sure. Yeah, it's such an awesome product. I mean, I think, you know, having kind of grown up in the cruise industry for a long time, it was exciting to, to actually work for a brand new cruise brand that is starting from the ground up. And it's been amazing to kind of be a part of the process as we go and just kind of watching it come to fruition has been a really, really awesome experience. That's one of the things that I'm most excited about to especially experience going on an Atlas Ocean Voyage is because it is so new and it's this entire new concept. And we talked about it on the previous episode of luxury expeditions and just that that whole feel. What exactly is that experience on board? Because if you've never been on a small ship, that's one thing. But if you've never done luxury on a small ship, that's another thing. And even expedition and throw that on top of it is a completely different experience too. So you've got a lot going on there. And it's, um, yeah, we really, really wanted to try and carve out our own niche for ourselves in the cruise industry and whole concept of Lux Adventure um, came into play. And we've really um, kind of hit a home run, I think, with it. Just like you said, marrying that small ship luxury feel with that expedition, more adventurous type of experience too. It's been super popular. We've gotten a lot of questions about it. And we just can't wait to get in the water and um, have people on board. We cannot wait to be there with you. We know that these cruises are very port intensive, but tell us a little more about this amazing ship, the World Navigator. World Navigator is the first in the series of five ships that we're building. It's being built in uh, Portugal right now as we speak. So all five of our ships will have between 2021 and 2023, we'll have all in the water, which is great. And they're all small ships, just under 10,000 tons. They're all green ships too, which I think, you know, obviously nowadays that's super important, but especially because we're going to be sailing to some remote destinations. So we've got this new hybrid propulsion technology that is propellerless that allows us to travel up to five knots without using propellers, which is pretty cool. We consume significantly less fuel than other ships of the same size, which, you know, is a great thing for the environment, but also cost efficiency wise, it's awesome as well. And then for the ports that we're visiting, because we get up close and personal, like Antarctica, for example, um, we have a um, uh, anchorless positioning system that allows us to get up close and personal and see things and see the wildlife, get up close to the glaciers and see them calving without disturbing any other marine environment. So that part's really neat. So we're very proud of the fact that we're green. The onboard experience itself is we we try to use the word luxe instead of the word luxury so often because we don't want to come across as overly stuffy or formal because that is not what Atlas is about at all. 
were very much of a very casual, elegance, uh, laid back, comfortable feel on board. However, we're, we're a product for the people that like the finer things in life. So we'll have all of those five-star appointments and amenities that, that all other luxury lines would have and that luxury guests would be accustomed to. But we do so in a very uh, comfortable, simple, elegant type setting and top-notch service, obviously. But yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's a small ship. So don't expect your typical Broadway style type review shows on board. We don't have that. I'll There's be, no I'll be okay with that. I'm okay without the Broadway. <laughs> but because we're only in uh, warm water destinations or anything other than Antarctica, the maximum capacity for the ship is 196 guests and that's double occupancy. In Antarctica, we only fill the ship to 186 guests because we set aside some of our staterooms for our experts and our expedition team to come on board. So you're looking at, you know, well under 200 people on board the ship. We only have 98 staterooms and suites on board. It's a really great intimate experience. So again, we've got that great crew to guest ratio in terms of service. But again, we want to make everyone comfortable and we want people to actually enjoy themselves, let their hair down, go ashore and really revel in this amazing experience that they're having, whether it's in you know, a unique port of call in Europe that they've never been to before. Maybe they've just gotten off an amazing shore excursion in Egypt, or if they've just come off a Zodiac from Antarctica. Um, you know, we want them to, to come back on board and really just take in the amazing experience they just had and not have to worry about rushing to get ready for dinner or dressing or all of that, um, but just really kind of do everything at their own pace and um, kind of a come-as-you-are type vibe on board as well. So speaking of food and dining, what is that experience going to be like? We're really, we're still working on our culinary story. So stay tuned for more information on that coming soon. We're kind of releasing things in dribs and drabs, but we're super excited to announce a little bit more about that. But of course, because we're luxury, everything obviously is all included. So all of your gourmet international cuisine is, is part of the price. We will have an upscale steakhouse that will be on board as an alternative dining option. We will do some things like chef's tables. Most all of the meals will take place in the main dining room area, but we will have an alfresco outdoor area, depending on the weather. Uh, we'll have a kind of a casual pool deck cafe up on uh, deck seven, which is where our pool and our hot tubs are. And then we'll have like a grab and go juice and smoothie bar. It's on deck four where kind of all the action takes place. And of course, there's always 24 hour room service. So no one's going to go hungry. That is for sure. One of the questions we get most often from our cruise clients, especially if they're going on and they're used to the bigger, you know, the mass market ships is, is there a drink package or how much is the drink package? That becomes a big part of the overall vacation cost. It's not what you pay to get on the ship. It's what do you pay while you're on the ship and how much do you have to pay to get off? Right. So I think with uh, our product, uh, we've made it really easy for everyone because we've pretty much include everything in the entire package start to finish. So in terms of drinks, everything is already included. So all of your premium beer, wine, and spirits, unlimited premium pours is how we phrase it. That's all included in the price. Obviously, your non-alcoholic beverages too are all included in that as well. So if you have soft drinks, you know, coffee and tea and all of those things are all part of the, the package. I mentioned that we're green. So we do have Filtered water, we'll have reusable bottles there on board to, to keep everything nice and environmentally up to standard. So we'll have all of that. But again, everything is completely included in terms of your meals and in terms of your, um, your drinks on board. That sounds awesome. Now, what about in the cabin themselves? 
So we'll have a little mini fridge. You know, if you're in a suite, you'll have a butler that will bring things to you whenever you want. It'll be at your beck and call as well. So everything is is 100% included start to finish. So you'll have everything available to you just right at your fingertips. So tell us a little bit about these suites and staterooms because there is a nice little variety. And I think that, you know, if you want that little more opulent suite, you got that. But then you also, even the most basic room is still very, it's a good size and it's nice. For sure. So we do have a handful of different categories just so that our price point varies a bit. So we've got 98 total staterooms on board, but out of those 98, 10 of them are suites. We've got three different categories of one bedroom suites. And so each of those one bedroom suites has a separate bedroom area and then a separate living room area. And then uh, both of those have entrances out onto an extended 106 square foot balcony. So it's a really nice space um, to be able to enjoy your your voyage. But um, all of our suites as well are able to accommodate triples, so three, very comfortably. We don't have any quads, though. Um, I do get that question quite often, but we do accommodate triples, which is probably a good time to mention that we do feel that we will be multi-gen. We do think that we'll have um, families that want to travel on board together, although we don't necessarily have a children's program or cater to uh, to kids. We certainly don't exclude them. There's just some age restrictions depending on the itinerary. So for example, Antarctica, you've got to be eight years old or older to sail. So other cabin or stateroom categories are veranda. We've got two different types of veranda staterooms. We've got what we call our horizon staterooms, which are more of a Juliet style balcony. And we have our veranda staterooms, which are your traditional 52 square foot balcony, which is outdoors. So I'll start with the veranda because I think that's what most people are accustomed to. The stateroom itself um, has a sliding glass door and you have that exterior balcony with a table and chairs outside. For our horizon staterooms, We've actually taken that 52 square foot of balcony space and incorporated that into the living space of the stateroom itself and replaced the balcony with a floor to ceiling window. And part of that window opens up so you can actually take in the fresh air and see the sights. And then you close the window when you're done and you've got all that extra living space in the stateroom. So it's really a personal preference. A lot of people prefer the extra space. They don't really go out on their balcony quite as often, but they do want that fresh air. And then other people just really want to sit uh, outside and kind of be in the elements too. So they prefer that that regular balcony. So we've got both types and we've got some that are a little bit larger than others. So you've got some choices within those categories there. And then we have our lead-in category is called our adventure stateroom, which is our outside or our ocean view stateroom for those that are looking to you know, get on board, but at a, at a really decent price, we have a handful of those only 12 per ship. So we're looking forward to, to welcoming people in any, any category that, that suits their, their budget or their fancy. Yeah. I love the options. And I don't know, for me personally, the horizon stateroom just looks kind of cool for certain destinations. And, and then there's, you know, then there's the veranda where, you know, you're cruising the med and it would be nice to just kind of be out outside, but yeah, it's kind of a toss up for me on those. So basically what you're saying is you want to try both of them? 
Yes, I that do. sounds like that's what you're saying. Do a couple of crews, yeah. <laughs> I think for me, the Horizon State rooms are actually the most attractive, only because of the the space that's allocated, and I've got the layouts of of each of the state rooms as well. And in on certain decks, they're they're shaped a little bit differently. So there's actually a, a full sitting area on one side and the bedroom on another. You've got two different sets of windows depending on where it's positioned. So. I agree. I think the Horizon State Rooms look amazing. It's kind of the best of both because, again, you can have that fresh air and look out. But again, you've got that floor to ceiling window. And so I agree with you. I think the Horizon would be my my top choice. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have to, uh, we'll take some of those floor plans. And so if you're following us on Instagram, we will be posting those later on this week. And then that way you can see exactly what we're talking about. So there is a spa on board. And... and- Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the types of services and what someone can expect if, you know, spas are a big thing for some people? Yes. And just because there's a spa on board does not mean you're going to use it, though, does it? (laughs) But you should. You should. (laughs) You know, everything else is paid for. You got to splurge a little bit here and there, right? So. Um, yeah, so we've actually partnered with L'Occitane, which is an amazing company. I don't, not sure if you're familiar with their products, yes, we, but we they love smell so good. Yes, they're so great. So they have lotions and soaps and spa products. So all of our stateroom bathrooms actually will have L'Occitane amenities in them, and that's obviously all included in the price. You already have that luxurious feel just in your your stateroom bathroom. But we've also partnered with them uh, for our sea spa on board. So we're not a huge ship, so we do have two treatment rooms on board, and we are super excited to be working with L'Occitane because they're also bringing some of their specific products and treatments along with them. So they've got certain massages that they trademark and some services that they are offering that is exclusive to L'Occitane that we'll be offering on board. So it's uh, it's exciting, and I'm excited to <laughs> try it out. I've already volunteered to be a guinea pig. You know, we can already tell. I can hear the excitement in your voice. Well, Carrie and I like those types of things. What yeah, are we exactly. supposed to? That's our that's our thing. Women love spas. One of the things I love about small ship is the experience of getting to know some of the other passengers and kind of having those fun areas where everybody just kind of hangs out. And I can only imagine in Antarctica when you're going through everywhere that there's going to be a lot of places people are going to want to be up on deck just to experience that. What do you, what do you guys have planned for some of those, you know, kind of the public areas uh, for get togethers or anything like that? Is that something you guys are doing or is it more of a, just again, that just very comfortable and casual feel? Yeah. So we're doing a little both. So we want everyone to feel, you know, obviously comfortable in their setting and, and want them to, to basically do what makes them happy. But the idea is that, yeah, we want to encourage people to really share their experiences. I mean, the whole basis for our, our cruise brand is to bring unique experiences to people and kind of let them relish in and in, in having these once in a lifetime type um, experiences, whether it's on board the ship or ashore. So there's a couple of places that I think will be very popular for not just sharing experiences, but also for uh, taking in the sites and that type of thing. But I want to start off with what I think is going to be amazingly fun. I'm not sure. Are either of you like snow skiers? Because I'm not personally. I've never been snow skiing. I I will say that is very ironic because we are leaving this Thursday. Carrie's friend's daughter is getting married in Utah. And I was literally today just laying out all of our ski stuff. 
back in the day, a long time ago, I'm not going to say how long ago, I used to be a ski instructor. The very, very first date that Carrie and I went on together, and, and some of the people listening know this, it was a ski trip to Alta, Utah. Wow, how cool. Well, then you have a lot you can teach me in the on the slopes because I've never been skiing, but I don't think I would do well at it either. I'm, I'm not sure. But <laughs> I will be, but I will, the, I will be the, the resident ski instructor for Atlas Ocean Voyages. That sounds awesome. Well, I think um, the one thing that is super attractive to the whole skiing thing to me is this whole thing that you probably knew, know really well. You, you obviously know it better than, than I do. It's called Opera Ski. Yes. So when you get off the slopes, you come in and you really just kind of brag about what you have experienced during the day. You have a cocktail. You really enjoy, you know, talking to others about your experience in the slopes and and all of that. So we have actually uh, come up with our own version of that on Atlas Ocean Voyages, and we're calling it Opera Sea. So I like it. (laughs) So we're going to do this where we will actually kind of have a a nice, it'll probably be in one of our main lounges. We're still kind of finalizing exactly what it looks like. And it may move and change um, for each voyage, depending on, you know, what, what we've got going on, but we're going to provide hors d'oeuvres. Obviously all of your drinks are already included. The idea is to welcome people uh, back on board once they've either again, come ashore from an amazing shore excursion, or if they've I've just gotten off one of their guided expeditions and really just kind of let their hair down, have a drink, talk and share experiences of the day. We'll have a large a flat screen TV and we'll be able to upload your photos and share those with other people around saying, look at the penguins we saw and look what experiences we had. And so we're, we are going to really encourage people to share you know, their experiences once they've come back on board and really take in um, all of those things. So we're looking forward to that. That'll be somewhat of a pop-up type of experience on board. We may have some other pop-up uh, related experiences throughout the voyage. Uh, some might be culinary related, others may be entertainment related, but we we are excited about that. And in terms of location, to really take in what you're seeing and and enjoy it, I think there's two places I think for me that I will be frequenting the most. And I think one will be called the Dome Observation Lounge, and that's all the way forward on deck seven. It's just above the bridge, and it has 270-degree views all the way around, floor-to-ceiling windows, and it's a great place for scenic cruising. If you don't want to go outside and bear the elements, it's a great place, a really nice, relaxing place. So if we're cruising the Amalfi Coast or if we're up there and just we've been in Antarctica for a couple of days and you just want to really take in the sights all the way around, It's an amazing place to go and kind of a quiet nook during the day to really take all of that in and enjoy what you're seeing. But in the evening, it'll be much more lively. We'll have a pianist there. We'll have more of a piano bar um, style type feel. It won't be chamber music and all of that. It'll be more fun and lively. And we also have a small band on board as well. So there'll be music going. It'll be more of an entertainment type place in the evening. And I think my favorite place on the ship, because I'm kind of a ship nerd, so it's going to be all the way forward on deck five. It's called Water's Edge. It's actually an outdoor observation area. It's all the way at the bow of the ship. And we actually have built-in heated benches placed at the bow of the ship too. So for our colder destinations, you can sit out there and stay warm and you can look for wildlife, do your whale watching. You can watch the ice calving and check out the icebergs or for cruising through the Corinth Canal in Greece or cruising the Amalfi Coast or, you know, any of those scenic cruising um, type opportunities. You can do that up close and up close and personal. And it's only 30 feet above sea level, which is great. So you really feel 
like you're you're right there with with the the scenery and with the wildlife. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's definitely going to be a lot of I think neat areas on this ship. One thing last week that we were really excited to share was how Atlas Ocean Voyages is all inclusive and it's all the way. And I think it would be good for us to just do another little recap on everything that is included, because this is literally you get on the ship and you're not going to feel like you're getting nickel and dimed for anything. And the excursions are the one that I was just like, wow, that's what makes this such a great value. Absolutely. So yeah, we we really want to make it seamless, not just for just for booking purposes, it makes it nice and easy, but also just you know, from start to finish, that's the last thing you want is to get on board the ship and, and at the end of your trip, be hit with a giant bill that a lot of times people don't realize that your drink bill adds up, your gratuities add up, all of these different things. And, you know, when you're in uh, the ports of call, of course, you're going to take shore excursions and, and go on tours and that type of thing. So we've tried to make it very easy for everyone. And again, all with that Lux Adventure experience in mind. So we are including for all of our non-expedition uh, voyages or our non-Antarctica voyages, we're including one shore excursion per person per port. We actually give you um, a menu to choose from. So we don't just hand you the, the plain city tour. We actually give you a couple of choices. Depending on how large the port is, you will have two to three complimentary choices to choose from. There's always upgradable options, obviously. If you want to do something a little more adventurous, we will have those options available too. Uh, we'll have you know, some historical and traditional cultural tours available. We may have some culinary experiences. We'll have all kinds of unique things to choose from, which is great. For our Antarctica expeditions, we fully include all of our guided expeditions and all of our guided ice cruises because we have 18 Zodiacs on board each of our ships. That, that whole experience is 100% included. There are a couple of upgradable, more adventurous options in Antarctica, but those are very limited in quantity. You can pre-book those in advance or sign up for them ahead of time, but um, pretty much all of your guided expeditions, all of that is is included in the price. And we, we do that intentionally so that people don't feel like they have to do any work when they're on board or have to take out their wallet if they want to. So I think it's going to be a, a really great experience. In addition to the tours, you know, obviously we talked about food and beverage is all included. Gratuities are included. Wi-Fi is included. We've really tried to kind of make it seamless. But I think the biggie is that airfare is included. So round trip economy air is included with all of our voyages. And for Antarctica specifically, we include private charter jet service from Orlando, Florida down to Ushuaia. And again, we've chartered our own A330 Airbus uh, plane that will actually cut off time on either end of the trip. And that actually saves money because getting lift down to Argentina can be quite tricky. It usually requires an overnight on either end of the stay or at either end of the voyage. So it makes it really nice and easy for us to get people there. And this, the second people step on board that plane, that is an Atlas experience. So we'll we'll feed them. We'll have drinks flowing. It'll be themed Atlas. It's an overnight flight. Gets you there in comfort. No fuel stop needed, which is great. And we automatically upgrade all of our suite guests on this specific chartered flight from Orlando to Ushuaia, automatically upgrade them to business class, which is also another perk. We're definitely looking forward to that destination. It's, I think it's on a lot of people's bucket list. Here's my question to you. If you could... Not that you have to, but if you could narrow it down to just one destination, what cruise are you the most excited about? Well, I know I think, it's hard. You know, 
<laughs> well, it, it's not super hard for me just because it's different. So Antarctica, I'm super excited about Antarctica because it's such a different experience. I mean, I've been cruising my whole life since I was seven and I've been very fortunate to travel all around the world, but obviously the seventh continent is one place I haven't been yet. And it's been a very fun time learning all about the experience in itself because it's not the same as a typical cruise experience. An expedition cruise, a traditional cruise are, are night and day different. You know, there's no ports of call where you dock and walk around a small town and get back on board a ship. It's truly expedition. So once you leave Argentina, even our itineraries, they're approximate because, you know, weather comes into play. Captain's choice is a huge thing because our captain's are in, in our captain will be in, in contact with all other boat and ship captains in the area in Antarctica and they share information on weather because it does change pretty frequently in uh, Antarctica and they share, you know, information on wildlife that they've seen. So depending on, you know, if they saw uh, a, a huge pod of whales somewhere, they may divert and they may change course and try and get you that really cool experience. Um, you know, they also talk about the ice and there's old ice and new ice and all of that kind of stuff that comes into play there. So it's just a really cool, different type of experience, I think, to be able to get off on a Zodiac every single day with your personal guide that'll take you through and identify all of these amazing animals that you can see and, and learning about the geology. And I, I just, I'm super excited about it and can't wait to experience it. We're definitely looking forward to that cruise. Another one that Carrie and I personally are looking forward to is the maiden voyage that leaves July 28th from Athens, Greece, and it heads over to Odessa in the Ukraine. And the reason we're so excited is that we had a cruise last year in October scheduled to depart from Athens. And of course, we all know that did not happen. So the fact that your maiden voyage leads from Athens, I think is uh, serendipitous. Is that a word we can use, Care? <laughs> yeah, we can use that. <laughs> yeah, you know, just in looking over all the itineraries, there are, there's really something for everyone. And even if you always wanted to go to the med. Rob and I have done smaller ships in the med and it is such an amazing way to experience. It's the best by far. This is a luxury product that Rob and I are super excited to share with everyone. And I think we have been doing that and it's, <laughs> everybody we talk to. And it's not just that. I'm, I'm very proud and humbled by the partnership with you and the brand itself. I think that's, that's a really, really big thing is that we are working together and we cannot wait to sail with you guys. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate everything. And I know you're excited about it. I'm excited to work with you. I can't wait to have you guys on board. I know that uh, you have some plans in the works, so I can't wait. We can't let people know our plans yet, but we do have some really cool stuff in the works. It's going to be it's going to be a fun year for sure. We have several itineraries with some very exclusive agency only pricing. You can head over to our Instagram and check them out in the highlights. One that may be perfect if you've never been to Europe and want kind of a sampler is the bucket list Mediterranean cruise. And this is a seven night sailing going from Rome to Lisbon. And it has stops in Pisa, Marseille, Barcelona, Valencia, Malaga, and then you go through the Strait of Gibraltar on your way to Libsyn. And that is a great cruise. I think I might want to do that one as well. I know. <laughs> and that cruise, including your airfare and an excursion in every port, starts at only Forty-two thirty-nine per person, and that's with our agency-exclusive pricing. 
to book any Atlas Ocean voyages, reach out to your Creating Magic Vacations travel agent. And don't forget to ask about those agencies exclusives because I know on that sailing, it's there's also an additional $300 shipboard credit. Ooh. And I know you will use that at the spa because Absolutely. everything else is included. So where else are you going to spend it? Yeah, you'll be yeah, in the spa they're, for they're sure. They're like an extra excursion. Thanks again for tuning in to Travel Talk Weekly. Join us next week as we tackle a very common travel topic, and that is how to travel in 2021 and beyond. Yeah, we're going to tell you what's different and what's the same and what you need to do or actually what we can do for you to get you back to the vacation. Remember, the world is a book. And those who don't travel, only read a page. Let's help get you back to that Lux Adventure vacation. <laughs>